Welcome back, Cincinnati sports fans, to Inside the 275 Loop. This is episode six. I'm Sean McMahon, joined by Tyler Gilman and Ethan Herzog. And that's Woo! right. I remember to introduce us this week. Yay! I, I, I have a name this week. Finally, I, I we made some some critical mistakes last week. <laughs> we on did. Last week's show. We forgot to do our pick at the end of the game, that's or okay. at the end of the show rather. We forgot to make our score prediction. It's okay. But it's not it's like okay. it ended up mattering. I mean, I don't know that I was going to go fifty-two to three. No, I wasn't either. Don't I, worry. I, I honestly, was. I didn't honestly think we were going to cover the spread just because Temple is a team that always gives us a fight for whatever reason. They're all and. Michael said this in his press conference, they're yeah. always a thorn in our side, always have been, seems like they always will be, but this year, uh, not so much as big a thorn on the side as, you know, I thought they were going to be. Uh, the Bearcats had a great game uh, yeah. against Temple. Like I said, the final score was 52-3. to It was actually 17-3 to at the half. Also, give credit to their kicker for making a 55-yard oh, yeah. field goal. That was a boot. That was a bomb. Was a He's a boot. freshman, by yeah. the way. He's a freshman from Wilmington, Ohio. Nice. He bombed that kick from 55 yards out. I, I mean, and then, you know, Cole Smith, on the other hand, you know, there's been a lot of controversy surrounding him. We'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, but 17-3 to at the end of the first half. And then Cincinnati, first play of the drive right out of the locker room. Jerome Ford, halfback draw up the right side. See you down the sideline, 75-yard touchdown. Yeah. Golden run. Beautiful. I was working the, uh, the game cam for the scoreboard yeah. that game. And I, I was – I watched it. I said, I got on headset and said, bye-bye. Watched him go. It was, mm-hmm. that was something. I mean. Yeah, Tyler had call of that touchdown, actually. And Lucky. I'm jealous. Yeah. Well, as, soon as, <laughs> as soon as Jerome broke point, I heard Sean go, yep, he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah. 20, the yeah t- I, from my count, Tyler got to call five touchdowns, and I got two. Oh, that's just not fair. You gotta let. I got one. We split, we split up. We, we split it up uh, playing commentary, so it's kind of what happens. Fair. I take the first and fourth quarter usually is how it works, but yeah, uh, yeah, ten points in the first quarter, seven points in the second quarter, so a bit of a slow start offensively. You know, you go into the half and you're thinking, okay, we're up pretty big, but. You know, it's still 17-3. to I feel like we should be doing a lot better than this. And then guess what? 28 <laughs> points in the third quarter, and it wasn't even a competition after that. So I think it's it been was... a big trend with UC football. First half's usually kind of slow and steady, and then they come out second half, they're just fire, just fire, fire. Yep. Offense just explodes. I mean, that, yeah. was, that wasn't so much the case with the, uh, with the Miami game, though. The Miami game was the opposite. It yeah. was, you know, that was the only game, at least in my opinion, and you could maybe count Notre Dame. But that was the only game, in my opinion, where they came out firing guns a-blazing right out of the gate. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they did great against Notre Dame, and then shut out Notre Dame in the first half, mm-hmm. which no, not many people do that. Over the last 10 years, there haven't been that many teams that have done I don't think they've any team's ever done that. And again, I can't remember no. if that stat was an at-home stat for Notre Dame or if that was just every game they've played in the last 10 years or whatever. But not many defenses do that to Notre Dame. But anyway... Um, in terms of first down, Cincinnati had 23 to Temple's 14. Third down efficiency, the Cincinnati defense did a great job on third down against Temple, only allowing three third down conversions for 13 attempts for Temple. And Cincinnati's offense, eight for 13. And then actually Temple did go for it on a couple uh, on fourth down a couple of times. They were 0 for 2. Cincinnati, no need to go for it on fourth no, down when you're up big. No, no need. No need to go for that. Cincinnati had 542 Total yards Yikes. of offense. <laughs> 542 total yards of offense. They I just, believe they had more rushing yards and passing yards too, which is not very yeah. So yeah, yeah, so, yeah. They they actually managed to outrush uh, 
themselves. The, the, yeah, themselves <laughs> in the passing game. Jerome Ford had 15 carries for 149 yards and two touchdowns. That is his best performance of his career uh, yeah. so far. At least I, I'm pretty sure it is. I'm, I'm almost certain that's his career best If not, it's it's close. It's up there. It's certainly up there. Desmond Ritter was 22 for 30, 259 yards through the air and three touchdowns. I mean, just having a show out. I, I remember looking at the scoreboard. I think it was start of the fourth and temple at that point only had like 29 rushing yards yeah or something yeah, i was we, like they're gonna hold them to like under 20 and that's insane to me i i can't remember a game that wasn't at like the high school level that that's happened mm-hmm. yeah i you don't see that very often that's no. for sure um in terms of total yards temple had 235 they had 150 yards passing through the air 18 for 32 pat completion to or uh, excuse me, 18 completions through 32 attempts. Uh, since I had 8.5 yards per pass and 4.7 yards per pass for Temple, uh, Temple also threw an interception. It was a actually it's pretty easy ball. I think Tyler had called that interception as well. Mm-hmm. It was just an over the shoulder catch for Kobe Bryant. I think he ran it back for about 20 yards or so. Yeah, I I remembered watching that and over the headset someone was like. Who was he throwing that to? I mean, and he just, really, I believe it. It had to have been a route misunderstanding. It, I think it was like probably, probably. Yeah. So it looked like Kobe Bryant was the receiver on that play. Yeah, like, he was like, like, "Oh, I got it, I got it, yeah, I, I got mean, it." Yeah, he, I, yeah, and Kobe caught it and just ran it back for good gain, good, good 20, 25. I think it was off the twenty-one yards is 21 the official yards count on ESPN. Yeah, they overall they had eighty-five rushing yards. Temple did. Temple had yeah. eighty-five rushing yards, thirty attempts. 80 yards, 85 yards. Meanwhile, Cincinnati had 33 attempts for 279 yards. Eight and a half Eight. yards per carry. I mean, that's almost unbelievable. That's almost a first down per rush. Yeah. Mean, yeah, it is. One play, it's... and you're almost at the first down marker. Temple had 2.8 yards per carry. Um, both teams had five penalties. Temple's was five penalties for 30 yards. Cincinnati, five for 42. Temple had three turnovers in this game, and, and you know, I don't want to say that made any difference in the game. That just gave Cincinnati's so, offense yeah. more opportunity to just light up the score. Yeah, that's probably just why it was fifty-two to three instead of like thirty to three yeah, or something. Right. Another mm-hmm. common thing we've seen a lot this year is that when Cincinnati just has an offensive show out, and this, I mean, this is a pretty common trend among, among in college football in general and football in general. Uh, Temple had about four minutes more of possession time, mm-hmm. about three minutes fifty-eight seconds more of time of possession than than did Cincinnati. Thirty-one. Uh, almost 32 minutes, actually, for Temple, and then just over 28 minutes for Cincinnati was the time of possession there. We're just efficient, man. Very, very efficient. So, I mean, really just overall a great offensive performance from Cincinnati. Now, let's bring up the whole Cole Smith controversy. He's 16 for 31 in his career. That is good for 52%. That is it's not ideal. It's not good, especially as a senior kicker. You should not be having these problems. I, you know, I remember his freshman year. I remember his freshman year, that game at SMU, when he knocked through the game-tying field goal, not once, not twice, but three times. He got iced twice, still made the field goal, and then when it came down for crunch time, he made the field goal when it counted and sent the Bearcats to overtime, where, of course, James, James Wiggins had the pick six that sealed the game. Um, but... Yeah, and, and for a year, he did sit out under Sam Carrozza. That was the 2019 season. So the next year, he was kind of benched for Sam Carrozza. Uh, um, and I would say almost thank goodness because Carrozza had two game-winning field goals that year, one against East Carolina and one against um, one against USF. Uh, but 
you know, as your fourth year as a Division One college football kicker, I don't think it's too far-fetched for me to say that you should not have a 50-50 shot at making a field goal. No. Not That's at all. not how it's, you would like to, for it to be. That's... We need to be able to rely on a kicker, and if you're going to be a, at about or just under 50% for, kick, for kicking field goals, especially ones that you typically see that are just made in general, that's kind of terrifying. Yeah. As, I mean, as a Bearcat, obviously, you kind of want that to happen. Like, I remember, I, I want to say it was the Notre Dame game or something. It was a ga- It was a big game, and he missed a field goal, and I'm like, that's going to bite us. Like, that's going to come back. And it, I mean, thankfully, it didn't, and we won, and it's fine. We won by a sizable amount. I think it was Notre Dame. But I, I am going to... I just feel like that's going to come up later in a big setting and it's going to come back to bite us. The fact that he doesn't have that percentage that we need for a kicker. Oh yeah, no. I mean, I I don't I don't disagree with that whatsoever. Uh, I'm trying to look at his career stats here. Um I think his I have it pulled up right now. His let's see, 2020, he was 7 for 10 on field goals. I well and I will give uh, I will uh, give Cole Smith Cole Smith this. He did win us an American Athletic Conference championship. You know, had he yeah. missed the field goal, we yeah. would have gone into overtime. Yeah. But yeah. he won the game. I will <laughs> give him that. That is not an easy kick to make, especially in the cold, especially with all that pressure on you. It's, you know, so I'll give him that credit. But, you know, and in this game this past weekend, he got booed. And that was that was a little hard to watch. I'm not going to lie. I felt bad for him. I was no, like, yeah. I, you know, it was the students that were booing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're half half of them are yeah. well probably not half maybe like 90% of them are not sober <laughs> no not at uh, all in one really? way or another i mean especially cuz it's nip at night first one of the yeah. year i mean like what are you going to expect that's an atmosphere I'll tell you it, it sure is yeah, it, we showed out showed out and, and for a temple game too mm-hmm. that's that was impressive i mean it was it looked like the home opener it, you know it did. every it single really did. seat was filled it was yeah it was it was a show the crowd put on but you know, Cole Smith getting booed. I, I I know why the why the students are so upset, but you know, booing your own kicker. I I just I don't know. And, and there are a lot of questions yeah. like, do we not have anyone better? Yeah, that's that a legit true. question. Dude, what what the, what does our depth well, look like? Hold on. I believe the kicker, the kickoff, our kickoff kicker, Alex kickoff Bales. Alex Bales had I think how many kickoffs we had. He had everyone but one was a touchback, so he's definitely got some leg power in him. Yeah, he's uh, he has kicked one or two out of bounds, I think though, and that was like in the early stages of the season. But yeah, he's, I remember he's, he's worked out those kinks. Yeah, I remember the first one being uh, Miami. Yeah, he kicked one out. I, I watched it. I was like, and Uh-oh. him had a kick out the, out of bounds. That I believe. Game, so. Yep. Mm-hmm. Let's see. But yeah, let's see if let's let's see if we can and if if we can take a look at the depth chart here. Place kicker Cole Smith, Alex Bales. That's yeah, all yeah. So because that makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. I haven't seen a single other kicker this season, so. Bales is our uh, uh, honestly. Too. <laughs> honestly, I think if you start, I, I think you got to start Alex Bales. This honestly, yeah. Let's, let's give him some reps I agree. on Saturday. I, I think we should do that. I wholeheartedly agree with that statement. Like, ah! much, uh, pardon uh, Ethan's phone. Um, I, computer was or his like computer, hello. Actually, um, my MacBook went I, I say you got to give Alex Bales a shot. I do. I agree. Let's see I, how he kicks. Especially as a backup, in case you know, there's gonna but, be a game like, where it comes down to a field goal. I feel like it'll probably it's be SMU happen. 
it's SMU will be happen. that game. I'm going to call uh, it, it right it now. It would be that game. Like, you know, and we were just talking about this before the show. College game day, potentially coming for that show. We don't. I mean, we don't know 100% for sure yet. But yeah. of all the games that are upcoming, it, it, that's the it most It should be SMU. Like, I, I saw a Twitter thread, and people were all, like, up in arms, like, oh, they go into Georgia again. I mean, Georgia is number one. I'm not going to, like, bash that. They're and probably... all the games they've gone to have been, well, I mean, minus the Arkansas game. Yeah. But, I mean, like, Georgia... Good. Deserves the respect that they have. They are the best college football team right now. There's yeah. no debate. And they're, they're, no, they're, they're there isn't. But all these people getting upset about the potential blowout, UCU, UCF, like, I, I'm not that disappointed. Like, why would they want to come to watch yeah. UC theoretically come in and just destroy like we did against Temple? I would rather them come for a ranked match against SMU who has proven to be one of the better teams in the AAC. Yeah. yeah. I'm just I, saying. Yeah, no, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. I mean, they're undefeated. They are. They're undefeated they're, right they're now. They're doing as great. Of right now. As of right now. As of right now, they're undefeated, and I, so are we. I, 5-0. And oh, I think they're 6-0. I think, I think so. I think they played one more game. We already had our bye week, so yeah. Yeah, yeah they've, so they've already. I think they are 6-0. Mm-hmm. Um, which actually, it's, we'll get into the Cincinnati-UCF game coming up this Saturday. Uh, ESPN's Power Football Index gives Cincinnati an 89.7% chance. That's not shocking. I mean, not you know, UCF is, they're not, I mean, they're 3-2. and two. By no means are they bad, but they're, they're not good. They're, they're, I, I was reading they an article. They lost to winless Navy. Yeah. They, I was uh, reading an article before uh, the show started about uh, the UCF-UC matchup. And, I mean, it, essentially Fickle is saying, don't count them out. No, no, they, never. They, they've been one of the better teams in the American for a while, and they're just having an off year right now. Like, I mean, they lost to Navy. I mean, yeah, they're on their first-year head coach, Gus Malzahn. So. Yeah. I mean, I mean, UCF's you know. offense is very high-powered, so, I mean, and UCF always gives the Bearcats a fight. They yeah. do, yeah. So, I mean. Yeah, last that, year, too. I mean, last yeah. year, that, that was a great game to yeah. watch. That was a very stressful game, but it was a great so game. I was scared the whole time. <laughs> Well, my yeah. thing was, gosh, UCF was running the, the same offense, like same three plays every time, and UC never picked it up until like the fourth quarter. And once mm-hmm. they picked it up, it was clear that UC was going to win the game. Yeah. Well, I don't know that I would say that they didn't pick it up. It's just it's hard to defend that defense when they're going so fast and you get tired really quickly. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's that's my opinion at least. I mean, Marcus Freeman knew that defense in and out, and so did everybody, because it's the same game plan every game. You, know, yeah. you watch film from one game for UCF to the next, it's like the same thing. It's it's really it's no different. Uh, but Dylan Gabriel, the starting starting quarterback for UCF, is hurt. He actually has an injured clavicle, so he's out for this game. Um, so that'll be a huge factor for Cincinnati's defense. Um, I kind of forget who the starting quarterback is going to be. I've got I've got the uh, not the depth chart. Excuse me. I have the spotting chart rather for UCF pulled up on my computer here. Let me. Take a quick look at who it is at quarterback. It is... It's not Dylan Gabriel, is it? It's, no, Dylan Gabriel. Yeah, okay. It's because it always says that they're active on ESPN. He's not active. Okay. I can tell you that right now. I, I feel like they just have He is not active. Uh, Mikey Keeney. Mikey Keeney. Try saying that five times fast. Mikey Keeney. Uh, wearing number 16 is a 5'11 freshman. Um, he's going to get the start for the Knights uh, this Saturday. be a fun name to hear on the broadcast. It's a very... It's a very uh, Interesting height for a quarterback. 5'11". 5'11". Yeah, not very tall. Did, not very did tall. you see the thing about the quarterback that's like six foot nine? I'm not even I, kidding. I did see that. He plays for... Um, Who does he play for? 
I forget, but he's a six foot nine quarterback. He's huge. That's a really tall quarterback. No, yeah. He's, Why did he, he not play center in basketball or something? Maybe he was just. Maybe like, he did. Maybe football is just his sport. Yeah, yeah it, it's the off season for basketball, sort of. So I mean, like maybe he's gonna go play basketball when it comes around. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. Dual sport college athlete. Right. Uh, but we'll take a look at the offenses here. Cincinnati's got forty one points per game, to UCF's thirty six point eight. So another high scoring offense coming in. Yeah. Um, but I don't know that UCF's played as good a defense as Cincinnati's just yet. I don't think so. Because, I mean, Cincinnati gives up 294 yards a game, and UCF's defense gives up 365 <laughs> yards per game. Yeah. So. It's about a year. This will yeah. be a real test for the Knights. Um, I mean, and they talked about this in the uh, the press conference on Tuesday, um, which I barely made it to, because it turns out they moved it from the Fifth Third Arena uh, media room they moved it back into the football team room ah, so sure. for about 10 minutes i was just like looking around fifth arena i'm like where do i go like i thought it was in here and it turns <laughs> out they had moved it to the team room and i didn't know okay. I, and i should have known of course of course what they were renovating the team room at the time and they they're finishing it up it's not it's yeah. it's kind of close to done it's almost it, done it, it's, it's done enough to where it is, they can hold media press conferences yeah, and they stuff can do like things that, in there so. and stuff and it's fine but I, yeah, I don't know. In terms of yards per game, Cincinnati's 438.6 to UCF's 469. Again, high-powered offense in, in UCF. But mm-hmm. really, it's it, I don't know that it's just their weapons. I think it's their style of offense that gets them those yards. Because we've known UCF for years now has just been a very tempo-style offense. They're going to they're gonna pass you until you're worn out. You're going to get tired. And that's that's just how their offense is. They're, they're quick. They're tempo. And that's how they get so many yards per game is because mm-hmm. they're just such a fast-paced offense and some defenses don't know how to keep up. Yeah. One thing I'm noticing big here is that UCF allows 144.8 rushing yards a game. And the way Jerome Ford's been playing, I think yeah. he's going to have a breakout game. I think so, too. I, yeah. I think this is I, really one I game where he has a chance to, to really show out. Solidify himself as potentially a, a draft prospect this year. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. yeah, and these teams, each of these teams' last games, uh, UCF barely escaping uh, over East Carolina, winning twenty to sixteen. That was an offensive battle. Yeah, I, it I was. So, that. you know, you look at that score and you're like, oh well, doesn't look like a high-powered offense to me. You know, mm-hmm. and then you look at the previous games and they're scoring at least thirty points in every game. I mean, heck, um, they had sixty-three points in one game, but. I think it was Boston College. It, it, no, it, it's not Boston College. It's not it's Boston not. College. It it's um, Bethune Cookman. Sure. Whoever that is. I don't know. <laughs> They're 0 6. They're an 0 6. Beats me. I don't know. Beats the heck out of me. But uh, the spread here 21 in favor of the Bearcats. The over under is 57.5. After last week's game, I'm kind of inclined to take the over for this one. I am 100% Honestly, going over. yeah. 100% I would, over. Yeah. <laughs> Two high powered offenses. I mean, both these teams combined are averaging just about 77 points a game, mm-hmm. like, combined. So, I mean, I got to go over on this one. I yeah. got to go over. I, I would say over, too. I mean, UCF, I think they're going to outscore Temple. I think they might get a couple touchdowns. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, probably. They'll definitely outscore Temple. I think probably. I, they probably. It but. could be by four, but they uh, might yeah, outscore yeah, them. Right, right. So, another 20-plus point spread in favor of the Bearcats for this week's game. 
Um, I never understood the money line stat or what that. I don't. I don't know. I am not. I don't. I am not a sports betting guru. Maybe I'll do some research and next show I'll see if I can teach a little lesson. Give us a lesson, Ethan. Yeah, I'll 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 teach a little class on uh, sports betting. It'll be great. Yeah, seriously. I'll have the feds come after me since it's illegal in Ohio. I think. So we'll we'll do our score prediction actually at the end of the show and remind me before we go up. I will. Yeah. Remind me to, to. I, you know, I'm gonna keep the tab open. So I yeah, keep keep the tab. Yeah, do that. <laughs> we'll take a we'll take a look around college football and games that are coming up tonight, as well as this weekend, as well as a game that actually happened on Tuesday. Yeah, that I sports. Didn't know about. Uh, Appalachian State traveled to Louisiana to take on the Raging Cajuns, and uh, the Raging Cajuns were raging. Uh, Forty-one to thirteen, the final score there. I mean, I wish I would have known that game was on. I love I love weekday college football. It's the best. Nothing wrong with it. We haven't had any Maction, though, and I'm kind of mad about that. Maction is the best. Wednesday night Maction, man. It's so fun, but I haven't seen any of it yet. I don't know what happened to it. I don't know. They get they they actually have a lucrative TV deal. The Mac does really. Yeah, with ESPN. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's crazy. <laughs> I, I don't know the exact numbers, but they have a lucrative pre- uh, TV deal That's with crazy. ESPN. There's a couple games coming up tonight. Some American action. Navy travels to Memphis at 7:30 p.m. Oh, yeah. That game is being broadcast on ESPN. Uh, I mean, Navy's got one win against UCF. Memphis, not a bad team, and they they did beat Mississippi State at home in a comeback win. Uh, I, if I'm being honest with you, I'm going to take Memphis in that one. Yeah. Navy's not a great I'm gonna team. I'm going to agree. I'm going Tigers. Yeah, Memphis. Georgia Southern travels to South Alabama. That game kicks off also at 7.30 p.m. on ESPNU. I don't really – I'm not going to make a pick there. I just, <laughs> I'm just going to take Georgia Southern for the heck of it. Yeah, why not? Why not? I'll yeah, sure. Take, take the one with the losing record. Sure. Let's go for it. Uh, then the yeah. four games that are on tomorrow night, Marshall travels to North Texas. That game's at 7 p.m. on CBS Sports Network. Clemson travels to Syracuse. Ooh, uh-oh. Ooh. Watch out. Uh-oh. Watch out. Uh-oh. That's a deadly last, matchup for Clemson. Yikes. Last time Clemson played at Syracuse, number one team in the nation, and Syracuse came with the dub. Wait, I think that wasn't the last time they met. I don't think that was the last time they met. Or wait, no. I think that was the 2017 matchup. The 2019 matchup. Well, maybe. Wait, did they play in 2019? Let's let me. Clemson versus Syracuse. I believe it was 2019. Yeah, no, 2019. Clemson destroyed Syracuse, and that was at Syracuse. You're th- I think you're thinking of the 2017 game because that was my senior year, and Clemson was. I number, am thinking of 2017. That was, they were the number right. four team right. in the country at the time. You're right. Mm-hmm. They won 27 to 24 over the Tigers that year. So and 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 Clemson's not even that great as comparatively as they have been in previous years i'm not saying if we went up against them we would win because uh, they're still a good football team <laughs> it's still clemson at the end of the day and it's yeah. still clemson at the end of the day but it's weird to see them not ranked i will I no will yeah say, it's really it's weird it's really weird to look it's at it's so weird it's been since november 2014 the last time they weren't ranked fun fact huh. so wow. that game that's just how good they are that game kicks off at 7 p.m uh, on espn i'm gonna take syracuse in this one yeah i'm going syracuse, syracuse. as well Syracuse. Give me that. Cal me travels me. to number nine Oregon. That that game is at Austin Stadium at 10:30 p.m. on ESPN. <laughs> That's Oregon all day. Oregon all day. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm sticking with Oregon. I, I mean, Oregon. listen, they off the listen. They knocked Ohio State. I gotta stay with my Ducks. I gotta stay with my Ducks. I can see Cal pulling an upset here. I really can. I mean, Cal has one win. One yeah, win. They, they have, have one win. One singular win. But. I don't know. I'm not saying they're gonna beat Oregon. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Oregon to win. Yeah. Of course, but I don't know. I just it may be a fight. I, I but can see Cal. Give me the Ducks. I can see it being one of those weird upsets that no one could have seen oh, coming. I so. mean, you never know. It's the 2021 college football season. The, the weird things are happening all over the place. 
An interstate Weird things are in, happening. An interstate matchup in California. Number 24, San Diego State travels to San Jose State. That game kicks off at 10.30 p.m. on CBS Sports Network. Uh, I'll take uh, I'll take the Aztecs here. Yeah. As well. I'll go to the Aztecs. Yeah. Of course, Cincinnati's game this weekend on uh, noon at ABC, on ABC. That's Ends the noon, noon games. game. Bob was... Sh- why? I don't, I don't know. Get why I don't know. I just see it all over the place. I don't. I don't mind it. I think it's. I think it's cool. I think it's cool that we're you know on the top slate. Like that's so cool, right? The thing, college game day ends at noon. So don't you want to jump straight into college football? No. Yeah. Especially when it's when it's like your 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 team. No, literally. Like I think it's so cool that we're actually starting a game at noon. Yeah. Like that's. I mean, it's not fun when you're working the game. Well, no, but like. Oh yeah, it's. That that's not fun, but. From a fan For side. the people that drink, because I yeah. don't, mainly because I can't yet, it means drinking earlier. Like, how are you hating this? Maybe they hate the I hangover think it, later. I think it's because coming but... off a Friday night, you're probably not feeling your greatest, so okay, you want to sleep good in. Point. Good but, but, point. But, hey, look, I, I don't complain. I don't what do you have to complain about? You can still sleep in. Yeah, I, just miss the game, nerd. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's college football. Show up a little late or something. I don't yeah, know. Show up, like, show up, show up late. Plan, show up plan, at halftime or Plan something. your weekends out. I just, yeah. I don't want to hear you complain. Nerds. You're not working the game. Please don't complain about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, number 10, Michigan <laughs> State travels to Indiana. That game also at noon on FS1. Ooh. Give me Spartans. I'm going to take Spartans. 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 Give me Sparty. I would, I would argue it's probably the game of the week. Number 12, Oklahoma State traveling to number 25, Texas. That game is at noon on Fox. I want Texas. I want Texas They're well. looking for a comeback. They They're looking for a revenge. They need to beat they some are. Oklahoma team. They right? need to, yeah, they need to beat some team in that Oklahoma. state. And Oklahoma. Yeah. I, I still can't believe it. I, I can't believe it either. I picked Texas to win. I did too. I'm what a sure. game that was. That was I mean, what yeah. a game. I went out with my parents, and we were actually watching uh, that game and the Ohio State-Maryland game simultaneously. And Ew. I'm like, Texas is winning? That's I insane. Watch, I didn't watch a single second of that Ohio State game. Well, it was, was just on the TV at the uh, restaurant we were at. I was That's watching the was uh, the Arkansas-Ole Miss game. That was a great game I as picked, well. I picked uh, Arkansas to win that game. And then Sam Pittman was like, you know what? Game-winning drive. Tie it up at the last second. We're going to go for two. Play action, roll out pass to the right, didn't work. Yes. Just kick the field goal, Sam. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, what, what Sam. I'll never understand that. Just go to overtime. Tr- trust your team. I mean, yeah, trust, trust the team, team, man. I, I don't know. Just, just to me, man, that's The amount of times I've felt that exact feeling just in general with other teams. Ugh, and and the that. wise words of Charles Barkley, that was a knucklehead call. <laughs> uh, unranked <laughs> Auburn, but... Should probably be ranked in the top 25. Travels to number 17, Arkansas. That game is at noon on CBS. Mm. Uh, that'll be a really good game. Auburn, know, even right. though they're not ranked, they are a very good football yeah, team. Give me Auburn. Auburn only has mm. two losses. One being at Penn State, the whiteout game. Probably mm. the best atmosphere in college football. And their other losses to Georgia, who we know Georgia being that good. I'm going Auburn. I, see, I almost like Auburn too. I, I same. I'm, I'm like but, on the fence. But I'm it's a, at Arkansas as yeah, well, and yeah. the crowd can make a difference in a game. So yeah, I'm gonna say Arkansas. Oh man, I don't know who I want to outright win. I'm just gonna say, let, let, let me take, let me see if I can take a look at this game. Yeah, yeah. I always like upsets. I'm just gonna get Auburn. Yeah, Dad. College football stadiums matter. My dad was like, okay, my not not nothing wrong with my dad. I love my dad, obviously, but he's like, stadiums and the crowd atmosphere doesn't matter. I'm like, yes, it does. It absolutely it matters. It, if a lot. any team comes in a nipper, it's a fight. 
UC yeah, probably 100%. wins. 99% oh. of the time, UC wins at the nip because... Well, they haven't lost in four years. Exactly. At the nip. Like, and especially, like, Penn State's whiteout. That's insane. Like, most teams will lose because Penn State is just brings this energy yeah, that you just... just loud. Yeah, they're well, inhumane. Michigan played there, I believe it was a couple years ago. Yeah. And before the first play of the game, Michigan had to call a timeout because yeah. they couldn't even hear the audibles. Yeah. I mean that that's that's uh, where I draw the line about crowds. Yeah, crowd matters in a football. It matters game. big time. It's like maybe not so much in like the pros. Maybe it yeah. de- I don't know. It depends. I mean, I feel like uh, New Orleans after uh, Hurricane Katrina was that the one? One of the hurricanes that like destroyed the and the Saints played like, the first yeah. game in the, in the yeah, and it was just so loud. Yeah, that like that that's its own thing. But like college football. That's just surrounded by the student section. And yeah. maybe also, the like, The student alumni. section makes a big difference in yeah, a football it game. It does. Especially I mean, offense, too, but especially the student section. Yeah. So the spread in this game, though, with Arkansas and Auburn's four and a half in favor of the Razorbacks, Ooh. I think, I don't, hmm, I think Arkansas is going to win, but they're not going to cover. That's my prediction. I agree. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Going Auburn, Low scoring, a couple points below. Okay. Yeah. All right. Number 20, Florida travels to LSU. That game's at noon on ESPN. Uh, uh, I don't. I, I want to go. With the way things are going at LSU right now, I don't I see don't, LSU. Yeah. Yeah. I really want to go LSU here, but I can't. Florida, yeah. the I way mean, LSU's been playing this year, i got to go Florida. some things and stuff. i got to go with the Gators. Number 11, Kentucky travels to number one, Georgia. That game kicks Georgia. off at 3.30 p.m. Ooh, on Ooh, actually. Georgia. Georgia easy, man. Georgia all me? day. All Kentucky day. Kentucky has one. Yeah. Georgia just beat Arkansas. That, that's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, just give me, give me Georgia. I don't know what I'm thinking. Give me Georgia. I, there, because there was a whole like stat on Twitter about the last time Kentucky played a number one team and yada yada, and I'm like, maybe no. <laughs> like Look, no. my my logic kind of went out the window no there for a second. Running, Kentucky already has no running game. Yeah. Georgia's gonna make them have a negative running game. Yeah. Which means Kentucky's gonna go to the air. Mm-hmm. So also Georgia's allowing like under five points a game right now, which is oh, just yeah. absurd. That's absurd. I'm just Maybe. gonna hope that when we do make it to the playoffs, we don't play Georgia first. <laughs> we play like Iowa. Well, well, last year when we played them in the Peach Bowl, we we should have won the game. We beat ourselves. Okay, true. And our team has barely changed from that year. Good point. And neither is Georgia's. Their team barely changed as well. True. Okay, then maybe. I'm just I'm just making that point. That's, a, that's a, it's a good out. point. I don't know that Georgia's barely changed because they had a lot of opt outs for that game. That's true. They the, they did, did have well. a lot of opt outs. UC didn't have sauce. He was. Oh, I guess that's true. Well, let's see. Wiggins was hurt for that game. Sauce yeah. is. I think he just opted out. I don't, I don't, and I don't also know that... Jerome. Well, not Jerome Ford. Um, Jared Dokes. Jared Dokes opted out as well. I I know he was hurt. He was on. He was injured. He wasn't opted. Well, either way, I don't think pre- any of our players opted out. Because I don't think Ahmad Gardner would skip the Peach Bowl. Oh, probably not. I don't remember what ha- he. I'm pretty sure all of them were injured. I I don't think they they that or they were sick. Something something, something that, that they didn't like play forced them they didn't to play be out. For us, and I think it made a big difference for them yeah. not being on the field. I kind of forgot about that actually. That I'm made a big difference of them not being on the field. Man. I don't know. We'll see. But I'm gonna anyway. Georgia and that uh, yeah, game. I'm going Georgia. Georgia. Uh, here's a potential <laughs> upset alert. Maybe Purdue travels to Kinnick Stadium to take on the number two ranked no, Iowa Hawkeyes. 3:30 p.m. on ABC. Please. I, I, Iowa all day. I'm taking Iowa. I'm taking Iowa, but please, for the love of God. <laughs> I got my upset pick for this week. What is it? It's going to be 
Number 19, BYU traveling to Baylor. I'm going Baylor. 3.30 p.m. on ESPN. Baylor. Let's go Baylor. Baylor's 5-1. I don't know that's really an upset, though. I wouldn't call that an upset. Baylor was previously ranked, I believe, last week, and they just got out of top 25. Yeah, I, I don't know that I'd call this game an upset game. More so just like a... I wouldn't either, but like... Kind like, of an under-the-radar Statistically game, speaking, yeah. it's an upset, but I wouldn't really call it an upset. Yeah. It's a, it's a game that... I haven't heard any talk about this game. To. And I, I don't, don't know, know why. I don't, I don't know, know either. I don't know why. You know? I haven't heard a peep about that game. Because they want to focus on, you know, Power 5 schools. I get Baylor is a Power 5 school, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, Whatever. Yeah. Number 5 Alabama travels to Starksville to take <laughs> on Mississippi State. Number 5 Alabama. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <Alabama>. <laughs> you got to laugh. You got to laugh. <laughs> Alabama fresh off that loss against Texas. I got to tell you, I wasn't. I did no. not anticipate that game. I, I have seen every angle of that kick just all over social media. I, Instagram, yeah. Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube. Like, it's everywhere. Yeah. Well, I, t- I took the score at halftime, and A&M was up, and I was like, wait a second. I was like, I did not expect this. I'm, yeah. like, I'm going to watch this game. I, I was saw, like, oh, Bama's going to go and destroy him. Yeah. See, Bama I, does. I saw the score at halftime, and I'm like, Bama's still gonna win. Like I, I don't. Yeah. I don't care. I, I, I thought this was, but I was just like, wait a second. I mean, they're still winning. I gotta watch this game now. Yeah. I knew. I was like, Bama gonna come back. It's Bama. It's Bama. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna come Bama. back. Yeah, we and all they, knew that. They did, but I mean, and I'm just pulled pulled away. Yeah. So yeah. their loss helped propel Cincinnati into the number three spot. Yeah. Highest ever, I believe. Highest ever highest in school history. AP ranking. Ever. The BC, the highest ranking Cincinnati ever received was number three in the BCS rankings. That was mm-hmm. 2009 when they traveled to the Sugar Bowl. Yeah. And we all know what happened there. We're not going to yeah. talk about that. We're not Thank gonna, you, we're not Brian Kelly, for leaving. That's what you get for leaving, Brian Kelly. You're welcome. Yeah, nerd. We got the opportunity to beat them. Yeah. That's all I want to say. Here's another good game. Actually, TCU travels to number four, Oklahoma in Norman. Uh, that game is at 7.30 p.m. on ESPN. That's going to be the primetime game of the week. Ooh. I don't know, man. Oklahoma six and zero, but man, they do not like a six and zero. The number four team in the nation. But their right co- now. their backup quarterback Caleb Williams stepped in against Texas, and he had a show. He's proven he that he's a he good quarterback. He's very good. Spencer Rattler on the bench, the preseason favorite for the Heisman Trophy, is now. It's funny because they Bye-bye. did a thing on game day about about him. And they were like, he's like, oh, you know, it's not about throwing five touchdowns and throwing for five hundred yards a game. And it's like, well, okay, look. In modern college football, when you are the Heisman favorite playing at Oklahoma in the Big 12 Conference, yeah, that's kind of expected of you. Yeah. I'm not saying those are realistic expectations because people are way more optimistic than they should be. Yeah. And they don't 100%. really understand football. Mm-hmm. Not really, no. But, but <laughs> no. yeah, when you're the highest, when you're one of the highest recruit rated recruits in the country and you're a Heisman frontrunner, you kind of got to just, you like, blow out. You at least a little yeah. bit, and you haven't done that. So, like, I, I, I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to knock the guy because I'm not a college football quarterback. I couldn't play football. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. I, I like to say that I can be better, but oh, I'm yeah. not. I am not better whatsoever. We all do. I was yeah. just a defensive end that was very mediocre when I played. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I don't know. I, I don't think TCU really stands a chance. Uh, maybe they do. I don't know. Maybe they do. Maybe they do. It's not a bad program. I not. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a game. I'm gonna go Gary, Oklahoma though. But Gary Patterson's my favorite college football coach. That's not Mike Leach or Luke Fickle. <laughs> Luke Fickle is Fickle is amazing. a man. He's amazing. I love Luke Fickle. He's amazing. The number thirteen Ole Miss Rebels travel to Tennessee to take on 
the Volunteers. Mm. That game's at 7.30 p.m. on the SEC Network. That's a home game. It's a checker game. I, I don't know. It's a checker game for Tennessee. Mm. I'm taking Tennessee. I want to go Tennessee as well. Let's, Did you see let's... your offense against South Carolina last week? They looked pretty good. And, I mean, I get it. Matt Corral is probably the best quarterback in this draft class right now, but I still am going to go Tennessee. Yeah. yeah. I'll, 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 I'll agree. I'll I go think Tennessee. the fans are starting to get a little bit of confidence. I mean, heck, here's the thing. Tennessee wins today. They moved to 5-2. and two. They do. They do do that thing. And the SEC. Thing. Yeah. It's not easy to do. No, no, no. The SEC is the is the, the league to f- be. College football meta, and it has been yeah. for the past. Division? League? Is it, is it division? division? Yeah. Division. I said league. Wrong thing. Or, wait. League. Huh? No. It's not, it's not league. It's, it's division. division. Yeah. Oh, I was wrong the first time. It's division. Conference. Whatever. I don't even know what you guys are debating on. <laughs> I don't know. I dropped out of the conversation there for a while. <laughs> I was just trying to figure it just out. Don't, don't mind us. Don't yeah, mind we're, us. we're good. All right. The number 22 NC State Wolfpack travel to Boston College to take on the Eagles 7.30 p.m. on the ACC Network. Boston College. It's at Boston College. Boston, Boston College. College. Look, Boston College has really I'm good I'm taking Boston year. College to win. They've looked really good this year. I'm going to go Boston College Let's as well. Boston College. Give me the Eagles. I want to see it. Uh, just for the fun of it, our branch campus out in Los Angeles is traveling to Washington. That game is at 8.30 p.m. on Fox. By the way, if you didn't pick up on that joke, that's UCLA. <laughs> it's funny. I, 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 Here's I, a fun I picked it up. I picked it up. I picked Here's it up. a fun fact. Luke Fickle is 3-0 and against uh, head coaches with the last name of Kelly. Really? Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly twice. And Brian Kelly. <laughs> so if you're a Kelly Nerd. coach, look out. Yeah. Look you want to give us an opportunity and pay us $1.2 million? Here's the last top 25 matchup on the schedule. Number 18, Arizona State travels to Utah. That game is at 10 p.m. on ESPN. Utah. That's going to be a good game. I think it's a good game, game. but I'm taking Arizona State. I I will as well. It'll be a good game, though. Nice little Pac-12 matchup. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I've mentioned this, but Cincinnati's number three team in the country. Um, If you don't know that by now, you've been living under a rock. Yeah, uh, look at look at Twitter. Look, look at Barstool Cincy. If you have social media, you should know that you see. Look, look at Barstool Cincy's handle really quick and just t- tell me what yeah, their rank is. Tell me what you see. <laughs> so that's everything from around college football. Let's go ahead and recap the Packers Bengals game. Tyler, go right, Pain. go right ahead. Man, what a heartbreaker. I so okay. Here's my takeaway from this: they performed and they proved that they can win. It's oh. just kickers are a problem. No, and and the Bengals proved. Yet or not yet again, but the Bengals proved that they're not a team to be messed with. And even Devonta Adams made a comment about that. Yeah, he—I don't know exactly what he said, but he basically he gave credit to the Bengals, and as he should. The Bengals played a really, really good game this week. They did. Sure I did. mean, I—I I was personally—I was at the game, and man, that's just—that's what you call a Cincinnati or Cincinnati sports team loss. That—that's what you would. Yeah. Yeah, because the I—I I was like I was listening to the game. Actually, because I, I listen to games more than I watch now nowadays because I'm an old man or something. Um, and I, I'm i listening to this, and I'm following along on, ES, on the ESPN like app or whatever. I have the GameCast on. And they just keep talking about these misses. And I'm like, we're you guys get paid millions of dollars to kick a football. You go and you practice, miss. You go into practice week in, week out, and all you do is kick field goals. That's you, all you, you gotta miss do. repeatedly at that. Like the overtime was just kick after kick after kick. I mean, I will say though, I think Evan McPherson has a great future with the Bengals. He does. I agree. And I'm not gonna. I, I think I'm it's, not gonna hate on him. I, I think mean, it's just a should he have made thing. it? Should he have made it? Yeah. But Mason Crosby missed how many? Yeah. Four, five, I mean, and he's been is, doing this for 
a long time. Because this is a rookie versus a veteran. And a I mean, veteran, veteran. Yeah, veteran missed like I think it, three, four. Uh, no, it was at least four. It might have been five. Here, well, he we have the stats pulled up. Let's look at it. I think he missed, <laughs> I mean, an, extra, he missed an extra point, didn't he? Either way, the Bengals missed a lot. He of was four for seven. Four for seven. That's so he missed three. Good. Either way, the Bengals had a lot of opportunities to come back in this game and win the game. All in all, they did not. Oh, um, that's okay. Take a listen. Take a look. I, I will say I was actually at the boathouse that day working, and uh, I had the game pulled up on my phone. And when I wasn't watching on my phone because I was parking a car, I turned everyone's radios to 700 WOW <laughs> because, like, I kept telling Smart. the guys, I kept yeah, telling the guys I was listening, I was watching the game with. I'm like, guys, I don't care that Evan McPherson has a chance to to win the game. I don't care that Mason Crosby just missed that field goal. The Packers are still gonna win. I hate yeah. to break it to you, and and they're and they're all like, "Oh, what are you a Packers fan?" I'm like, "No, I'm just a realist, we just pessimistic know. Cincinnati." Yeah, fan. I'm just we a just Cincinnati know, fan. Know how I can long tell time. you how this game's gonna end. Like, yeah, I knew. I remember when the Bengals were playing the Steelers this year. They ended up winning the game. Mm. We were up two touchdowns with five minutes left, and I still was worried. No, that's yeah, how, that's how you that, know. That's it, how you know bad. you're from. Like, it's those memes tell you. Tell you from Cincinnati without like, and it's like saying we know, it. We get it, and it's just two touchdown lead. Any Cincinnati team, usually pro teams. It's it's sad to see, but the Bengals have proven that they quite possibly could be a playoff contender this year. Uh, yeah. Can we just say Jamar Chase rookie of the year, really I, quick? I don't know Safely? how you couldn't. I mean, this is what his third rookie of the week. This is this is Jamar Chase's rookie of the year to lose. True. I agree with you there. But here here's the thing. They're going with I forget who it was. It was a quarterback for or no, it was uh, Mac Jones of the Patriots. I love Mac Jones. But I also love Mac I Jones. Think, but I, think I don't do think well. he de- is deserving of rookie of the year. No, it's Jamar- I don't think so. Right now it has it's to be consensus tight- Jamar Chase. It, it, yeah. It's definitely a tight race and no oh, disrespect to Mac is. Jones. He is a very talented quarterback in a very he, good system as well. Yes, very he good is. Awesome. He's fantastic. But I don't think he is deserving of it right now. I think he's I close. He's a very close second. Oh, but it's easily Jamar Chase. I mean, yeah. how can it not be? I mean, rookie of the week. Yeah. I mean, he's say it he's right putting there. up crazy numbers. And, I mean, this week he put up six receptions, 159 reception yards, and a touchdown. Well, yeah, that and that one touchdown, 70-yard bomb. That was a Burrow play by to Joe Chase. Burrow, I yeah. would say. And let me just say, Joe Burrow, I know you're not watching this, but next time, Please slide. Okay. Please slide. Is, is he okay? Is he okay? He's I heard okay. he's in the hospital or something. No, no, no. He went to the hospital. He got for checked. A, yeah. yeah. He, he oh, throat, okay. He had a throat contusion. And he's not allowed to talk to the media because they don't want him to, you know. Okay. He's fine. He's okay. fine. Okay. He's fine. I, I, I saw that. I'm like, not again. But <laughs> Joe, Joe, please. You're going to be our quarterback for hopefully the... I'll the just, near future. I'll spam him on Twitter. I don't want you to be hurting yourself. <laughs> That's guys, Aaron Rodgers already said this to him. I think he got the message. Yeah, I, th- I think so. <laughs> you know, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is one of the most top no, yeah, quarterbacks in the team. Given him. Anyways, we'll take a look at some stats from the game. Uh, total yards for the Packers, 466. Uh, for the Bengals, 367. Uh, rushing, the Packers had 133. To the Bengals, 103. And in terms of passing, the Packers had 333. Bengals had 264. I, I, the Bengals got... They got out, out offense. I guess what you want to call it. Yeah, but, but I mean, they, like, they were still in the it. Game. They were still in the game. It, and I don't think all in all, our defense played that bad. I think our defense played pretty well. I mean, we were also two and two on fourth down efficiency. 
Let's not forget this is the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. If you would have told this, me, this if Packers, you told me yeah. two years ago that we would almost beat the Packers, I'd call you crazy. No, yeah, same. I'd call you crazy. Because, I mean, it's the Packers with Aaron Rodgers, who I think is still reluctantly kind of in Green Bay. But, like, still, it's not like he's just, you know, throwing or something. He's playing and playing well. He also has one of the best, if not the best receiver in football to throw to. Yeah. So that obviously helps. Oh, yeah. Bit. And a great running back, too, with that. Exactly. They're... Packers are still a good team. Actually, well, I take that back. Two great running backs. Yeah. A.J. Dillon is A.J. Dillon's a good. very good backup running back. And also, Shamaj P. Ryan, speaking of backup running backs, had a very solid game. Yeah. Yes. Joe Mixon yeah, was did. limited, I believe. I, yeah, 10 he was limited. I can't remember the injury, but yeah. he was limited. Yeah, he was, but he, I mean, he was he's 10 for like, 33 in a He still, yeah. Joe Mixon's still a great running back, and I think the Bengals' I offense mean, is still really good. He had one less carry than Shamaj P. Ryan, mm-hmm. and he put up a touchdown. Yeah. So, you know. By no means is you know Joe Mixon like out of it. No, he's and not. He's still here. I don't know. I don't know if I want to call this a hot take or just like a comment I want to make. Joe Burrow goes to Jamar Chase too much, and I get it. He's an amazing receiver, but we also have T Higgins and Tyler Boyd to throw to. But I mean, here's the thing: if he's open, he's open. Exactly. Yeah. I, like I, if he's open, find oh, the open I'm not, man. I'm not discrediting that. I'm yeah. just saying we need to give Tyler Boyd and T Higgins more opportunities. It. I mean. I'm gonna be real. I haven't watched a game. Like I haven't physically seen a camera well, when pointing I, at the field to see who's open. When I watch the game, being in the stands is very easy to see. Especially I was sitting very close to the field. Bless my aunt and uncle for that. <laughs> but I was sitting very close to the field. Joe Burrow, like he telepaths all his throws, and you can tell he's looking at Jamar Chase a lot. And certain plays are designed for like. To look at one certain receiver, but I'm just saying Wait, it's just may... because of that chemistry thing. Yeah, it, it is it, a great the chemistry, chemistry. Is still and I'm not there for mad LSU. at all because Jamar Chase is a stud. I'm not even mad. I'm just saying we also have two other really good receivers. That's fair. I mean, yeah. I can I can see what exactly what you're saying. You don't want them to be like, why am I not getting the ball? But it yeah. could also be a thing where they get overlooked, and then that's when the defense breaks down, and then you know they get wide open for touchdowns. And that's true too. I mean, he Joe Burrow did also. Just over the course of the entire game, did target ten receivers. I mean, Jamar Chase ten targets, and then oh, right yeah, under he, Higgins yeah. with seven, P Ryan with five, and then Boyd with five. So I mean, like, it's he's kind of getting the ball around, but I feel like at this point Chase is his number one and his number one place to look first. And if he's open, he's just gonna throw it. Oh, and he should be our number one look. I'm just yeah. saying. I was just making that point. No, yeah, I I don't disagree with you. I thought that all. it had to be made. I I don't disagree. But I do think Chase is a good fallback, just in case. Jamar Chase right now is our safety net. Yeah. And I think it's pretty clear. Definitely. Let's see. But I mean, well, I mean, speaking of Devontae Adams, 11 receptions, 260 yards, one touchdown. Kind of, I mean, kind of just reinstating that whole thing about your... Man, one if you had him in fantasy, you did pretty well I, this week. I, I well. lost my fantasy login, so I have no idea how I did. I probably, yeah. I probably lost again. You know, it's, you know I had... <laughs> Pretty bad week. I got crushed in fantasy in both my leagues and the Bengals lost. I need I need to learn the ins and outs of fantasy football. I'm just I'm four terrible. and one right I now. Got I haven't touched. I, got I mean, you. there there you go. I should be I should be undefeated. Like, <laughs> Amari Cooper sold me. We're not we're not gonna. As, as far that. as that's I know, I'm say. winless right now. So there's that. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh well, it's okay. So that's all there is for that game against the Packers. Packers win that game, twenty five to twenty two. The Bengals moved three to three and two, and the Packers moved to four and one. On to the Lions game this weekend. The, Bear, the Bearcats. The Bengals. 
Sorry, I'm just used to talking. <laughs> maybe about we can beat. Maybe we can beat. I'm used to talking about the best football team in Ohio. What? Uh, anyway, Excuse sorry. Me? <laughs> uh, so Tyler, go ahead. Didn't hear anything wrong there. Yeah. So the Bengals coming up against the uh, NFC North team that is 0-5 right now, last in their division. Is it I, normal to see them winless right now? I feel like it's just normal. It's this, Detroit. The Lions it's, are just. It's Detroit. Yeah. I mean, you could say about any of their teams, by the way. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> they just I mean, lost to a last-second field goal kick by the Vikings. Yeah, yeah. they did. God ES- hates the Lions. I ESPN's guess so. ESPN's Power Football Index is giving the Bengals a 56.1% chance to win. I think that's a little disrespectful. You think so? Yeah, I don't know. It's the Bengals. I mean, I will say, um, one of my cousins, huge Lions fan, he goes to a lot of Lions games. He said that every Lions game is sold out. So the atmosphere could be, you know... There's some devoted deal, fans if that's the case. I will say Jamar, or not Jamar Chase, excuse me. Joe Burrow has dealt with a lot of atmospheres playing in, at LSU in the SEC. And you, say, see what he did. you see what he did. He played at Bryant-Denny Stadium for yeah. crying out loud. He did, you know? sure did. Yeah, but looking ahead, um, the spread. Well, sorry, he played at Bryant-Denny for a game. Man. Not, not Like, Bryant-Denny is not LSU Stadium. That's Alabama, by the but way. Yeah. It's still, you know, Joe Burrow at the end of the day. Yeah. Over-under is... 47. Are you guys taking the over or the under? Under. 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 It's not going to be high scoring. No, it's not. I feel like this is going to be a true Cincinnati game. They're going to go in. We're going to expect to blow them out because it's the Detroit Lions and they're 0-5. We're 3-2. We're kind of riding off this high that we're doing okay this year. Then the Bengals are going to go in and it's going to be a... It's going to be like 21-14. to 21-17. It's going to be a really close game that really shouldn't be a close game. All right, my score prediction going off that, I'm going to go Bengals 24-14. to 14. Okay. I, I'm not going to disagree. And the reason I say that is because Jared Goff is not having a bad year whatsoever. No, yeah. He's he not. just plays what? for Detroit. Yeah, he... 100, yeah. 131 for 196. That's that's a pretty good completion percentage. Mm-hmm. 1,300 yards, 7 touchdowns to only 3 picks. That's not a bad year. No. But... Once again, it is the Lions, and you you see how bad it is when Matthew Stafford goes from the Lions to the Rams, and now he's playing like one of the best quarterbacks in football right now. Yeah, it's safe to say that he's it, playing like it's that. It's just another one of those situations where a quarterback goes through a team that's just not good. Like, same with Sam Darnold. Like, I, I feel like we've made this comparison earlier in the, like, earlier in the show, or episodes, whatever. But Darnold played for the Jets, was not that great. Now he plays for the Panthers, and he's... Yeah. Great. It really comes down to coaching. It really does. Yeah, it really does. I can't say I agree. I, I mean, I do agree with that. But I still, I think if you put Zach Wilson even in a good situation, I don't think he's going to be, I just don't like Zach, Zach Wilson. I just don't like Zach Wilson. I'm My problem with Zach Wilson he, is he tries to play hero ball way too much. And that, yeah, that's his flaw that's, in his game. Yeah, that, that'll, that'll do it. No. I just, I, I don't know if he has the potential to be a, a, a legit, legit quarterback in this t- in today's NFL. I just don't, I don't see it. So either. I don't I I never trusted him at, at all personally. I think he's a little overhyped. I mean, he's a great quarterback at BYU, don't get me wrong, but I think he's yeah, I mean, it's also overhyped. BYU and we don't like them right now. I do, yeah. Especially <laughs> me. We like don't them. we don't like BYU. They're they're kind of mean. They're bullies. Yeah, so that game's at t- on uh, October 17th this Sunday at 1 p.m. on Fox. Bengals get the Fox games this year. Getting I like some it. Fox games this year. So, what is uh, the NFC North? They have a they're always on Fox, so I'll take yeah, it. Though. Yeah. So uh, that's all we have for pro and college. All which right. means we're going to go it's, to our favorite part of this of the entire. Hersey's high school haps. Here we go. Make some uh, high school picks. Yeah. Let's hear it. All right. 
I mean, I don't know. The slate's kind of... I feel like it's going to be all right. Uh, let's see. The first one I got here is Milford and Lemadin. Let's Milford. Do Milford. Let- I'm gonna take. I'm gonna keep rolling with Milford. Yeah, I, I don't know why. Let's go Milford. I don't. Yeah, I don't know why either. I just, I just have. I have I'm an gonna urge. roll with Milford here. Yeah, I, I mean, urge. they're they're the better team in the situation, so I'm not really gonna bash any any ideas with that. Hughes and Taft. Hughes is seven and zero. Ooh, that could be a good one actually. Let's, let's go local. Let's go Hughes. I'm picking my boys over at Hughes right up the street. Baby. Yeah, let's go. Let's go Hughes. Let's yeah. Um, uh, healthy and Talawanda. Talawanda. I'm Mal- taking Mount Healthy. Mount Healthy's the better team here. My healthy's five and three healthy compared a, to Talawanda's one and six. I will say, Talawanda's not doing too hot this year. I hate to say it, I'm just not used to Mount Healthy being a good program. Oh, I mean, no one is. <laughs> it's it's Mount Healthy for crying out loud. Let's see, Reading and Marymont. Ooh, I'm gonna go Marymont. I'm gonna go Marymont. Yeah, I think I'll go Marymont. I'm gonna too. actually go. Getting a Reading. Reading. Ooh, okay. okay. I'm taking Reading. We'll see how that one goes. I was. I wish I could see their records. I, I really if you pull it up on max preps, you can see the records. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's where I'm at right now. I look at max preps. That's where I get all of my high school stuff. Not sponsored. Max preps is the greatest. Sp- <laughs> okay. Max sponsor us. He, here's your losers game of the week: uh, North College Hill and CHCA. Oh boy. <laughs> oh my. Uh, oh my. I'm take North College Hill. I, I'm gonna. I don't even know because I mean I, North I really College. I don't even know. North College Hill is one and four, and CHCA is winless. Oh my. Uh, you know what? Why not? I'm going to go CHA is going to get the first win. Yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna honestly, say. yeah, it's North College Hill. I did, it's, they're never really that good. Ooh, a winless matchup. Oak Hills and Middletown. Oh, my God. You know what? <laughs> you want to flip a coin? Flip a coin again? Talk about a toilet Wait a bowl. second. Who is, who, is that, who is Oak Hills playing again? I'm sorry. Middletown. Middletown. You know what? Give me, give me Oak Hills. I, I'm going to flip a coin. Sean, what's your... What's I don't your, know why. Right, Heads is Highlanders. All right. Heads or tails, or heads or tails. It's heads. Okay, so the on my phone says it's heads. Yes, I'm rolling with the high. Alrighty, cool. That's what we're gonna go with. And next one, North Hills and Har or North Hills, Northwest and Harrison. Harrison, Harrison. I mean, they're both they both have three wins on the season. I just think Harrison's a better team. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna take Harrison this one. You know. This game, I'm actually the color analyst for Princeton and Mason. Mason. Mm -hmm. Ooh, wait Princeton. A wait a second. Princeton. Oh. Princeton seven and one right now. You know what? I want to ask this. Where is it at? At Mason. I'm sticking with Mason. Uh, I'm Princeton. going with Princeton. They're seven Princeton's and one. gonna gonna show them up at They're home. They're seven and one. It's also yeah. really weird to me. I always forget this, but high school football is almost over. Oh, it yeah. is. Razor season is almost over. It's almost playoff time. Yeah. Oh no. That's so sad. You always think the season's gonna be so long, like college football, but it's not. No. Yeah. Oh wait, that's true because I'm calling the game next week at Bacon, oh, and that's senior go. night. Oh. Who they playing? Uh, North College. <laughs> we should. Uh, we'll win. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll take Princeton. I'll be the color analyst for Princeton and Mason. That's on a. Low sports or something? I don't know. I, I just got hired by a media company. I'm a broadcaster now, officially. Hey, nice. hey. So I'm I'm excited for that one. The stands. Huh? Everyone listening, give them a round of applause. Yeah, yeah. If you're at the Princeton Mason game, make sure to come say hi to me. Uh, Summit Country Day and Roger Bacon. Give me Roger Bacon. Come on, Roger, Roger Bacon. Bacon. You can't go anything but Roger Bacon there. Well, yeah, duh. I mean, it's I mean, it's Summit. Summit, I mean, Summit only plays six games though. 
I will say, even though Corey's gone, I think Jamal Hudson was still an amazing oh, running back. Oh, Hudson's great. Did you? Uh, which game was that? I think it was last it was week. Almost, he had like. Is he? Is he? He had a big game. Almost faster, not faster than. Corey I think he is. Well, I remember He's I did not the my force that Corey was, but he. I I did my own an- analysis on Jamal Hudson and Corey Kiner back back last year. Jamal Hudson is a speed back. He that's very much Corey, what he is. Corey's, Corey's a power back. All, I think Corey's more of an all around running. He, got, yeah. he has the speed and the power. I mean, Jamal Hudson just has, like, like not. Yeah. I'm not going like Tyree kills people. He just has like. Speed. Well, he he just has that off the line speed, right. and he picks up. He bursts through a hole. He's gone. I mean, you're not oh, catching yeah. him. It's not gonna happen. Oh yeah, it's he's insane. I I have all the respect for Jamal Hudson. All right. Ooh, another one. Lakota East and Fairfield. Fairfield. I'm taking Fairfield all day. That's a hard one for me because Fairfield's just not doing too good this year. Maybe the. Give me the Thunderhawks. Give me the Hood East. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a look at East too. I'm not gonna lie. Let's see. GCL co-ed matchup: McNick and CJ. Give me McNick all the way. Rockets. I'm taking the Rockets. as Rockets well. Rockets all the way. I'll take the Rockets as well. Yeah, I mean, I. That's the first we we've, we've all agreed on. Uh, there's been a couple, but. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna say this right now: the Rockets are gonna. I think the Rockets will take the GCL co-ed this year, because it's up to them and they. They're yeah, still they're still both undefeated. Alter is they, like they play each other yet? no, they play each other last game. That'll decide. That that's that, the GCL Koa decide decider right there. That might be a game to watch, folks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, CCPA in Manchester. What? Who? <laughs> uh, Sorry. Th- what? Can we skip. <laughs> <laughs> Flip a coin. I mean, honestly. Since I, yeah, since I college prep and and Manchester. I'm, not gonna uh, I'm just gonna go CCPA because they're I've never heard the of better rank. Either. We played CCPA last year. Oh, you weren't there. I didn't go to school there last year. Right. You were here last year. Forgot about that. Barely. <laughs> yeah, if you want to call it that. Just something like that. You're Ooh. basically a COVID freshman, let's put it. Uh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, true. Quote, unquote, redshirt. Yeah, I mean, maybe... I'm reg- I redshirted. <laughs> redshirted. Yeah, back to that back to that McNick game. I mean, they're undefeated. Yeah. I think they stay undefeated. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think so, too. It's going to come out of them or Baden. It's just going to come out of them. I, I think it'll be McNick. I'm not going to lie to you. Let's see. Walnut Hills and Winton Woods. Winton Woods. Winton Woods. I don't see mm-hmm. Walnut Hills doing anything. I'm going to be real. I'm going to go Winton Woods. Winton Woods, I've said this before and I'll say it again. They have a great program. I'm going to stick with Winton Woods. Yeah. Lakota West and Colerain. 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 Easy. Yeah. Firehawks aren't ready for Colerain. I'll take Colerain. Colerain's one of the best teams in Ohio. Give me Colerain. Indian Hill and Deer Park? Indian Hill. I'll take Indian Hill as well. Yeah, I'll take Indian Hill. Fickle lives there, so why not? <laughs> True. Western Hills and Withrow. I got West with High, Withrow. Uh, West High, West High. I'm gonna take Withrow just because. Be- yeah. I'm sorry. Give me the Mustangs, West High. <laughs> Good lord. All right, Hamilton and Sycamore. Bishop Sycamore. No, just Sycamore. Oh, <laughs> it took me a second to realize you what you were what? saying. I'm, t- I'm gonna take Sycamore in this one, actually. Yeah, I'll take Sycamore. I'll go. Yeah, Sycamore as well. Uh, LaSalle and Trotwood, Madison. What? Who is Trotwood Madison? I believe they're one of those like good out of yeah, I think Trotwood they, Madison I, is from Trotwood, Ohio. What's their record? Four and four. Oh, I'm taking the Rams. I I don't. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. LaSalle's gonna drop to the bottom of the GCL South this year. They're not doing too well. God, I hope so. Which well, is surprising because they're always a they're always historically a, good. Program. Yeah, they're always a top, and they're just not doing that uh, hot. I wouldn't say historically good. More like in recent years. In recent years, they're they've been good. Usually, it's it it has been Moeller. You see Moeller a lot more 
You see Moeller and St. X the, a lot. Yeah. Moeller and St. X just kind of as a span. More recently, it's kind of just been Elder and LaSalle. And then yeah. St. X kind of just went, I don't now know. they're here. Yeah, now they're now they're gonna stay out there for. Yeah, I still think Saint X wins state. But oh yeah, Saint, oh, Saint, Saint X, X wins my, state. My state easily. Pick. Even though they lost easily. to the Trinity team. Yeah, they 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 did. That that's okay. that's still a good team. It's okay. I still love you, Saint Grant X. Grant their record. That's still a good team. They only lost by one point. Yeah. At their place too. That that does. Traveled out of state for that game. Sorry, I'm trying it's to. It's not easy for high school kids. I'm trying to figure out if. Yeah, they. Yeah, Elder does play. They played football north. Oh, that's oh my god, that's that team from Canada. The Bishop Sycamore. No, they're a the real Bishop team. Sycamore, Canada. <laughs> Elder yeah. has played them before. They played them a couple times in my time there. Football North is like a, I, I don't know exactly what it is, but it's like a Canadian team or some sure. random crap or something. I don't know. I don't know. Panthers, anyway, Panthers by a thousand. We'll we'll come back to America really quick. Uh, Wyoming and Finneytown. I'll take Wyoming, Wyoming easily. Come on, Wyoming, Dio, Cowboys Woo. all day. Yeah, I. Sorry, I live. Oh, well, I live in between those two spots. So. Oh well, by Finneytown. Turpin and Kings. Air Kings. Uh, Kings is undefeated uh, right Kings. now. I got Kings. Oh, undefeated. Yeah, Kings is undefeated. Eight now. Ross and Edgewood. Ross. Give it to the cornfield to, you know, do something. Newport Central Catholic and Bellevue. I'm going to take Newport. Yeah, I'll take Newport, Newport too. Bellevue's not doing too hot. My, my cousins go there, so. Let's see. How about Springboro and Wayne? Ooh. Four and you three know Panthers. I got friends at Springboro. I'm going Springboro. I'm going Springboro. I'll go, I'll go Springboro, too. Yeah. Sorry, that's interrupted. No, you're Pelican you're fine. If you if you see a game that you want to talk about, go for it. I'm, I'm not going to complain about it at all. It just means that we can talk about high school sports more. Uh, How about six and two Anderson taking on two and six Loveland? Oh, that'll be a matchup. Yeah, honestly. But I'm, I'm, Anderson. I'm gonna go Anderson though. Anderson I think it'll be too. good. I'll be a good game though. Okay, why does Newport Central Catholic play twice? Because it says they played Bellevue and then down a little bit. It says they played Dayton. Maybe you're looking at their, their the schedule. Date. That's true. What's the date say? No, it it's it says October fifteenth at seven. Hmm. Come on, let me. Do a little bit of digging really quickly. Uh, are you misreading? Because there's there's a there's two teams that are very similar in Newport, I believe. Well, no, they're both Newport Central Catholic. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. It says that they're both. Could be it a, says that Bellevue's an away game and then Dayton's a home game at the same a, time. There's something wrong with Max Preps there. Yeah, it, it made it made. Oh wait. Hold on. Okay, I figured out what's wrong. So it says Bellevue away, and then it says Bellevue away on the t- and the twenty second. So that's the actual game. They actually play Dayton this Friday. Okay. Imagine tomorrow at seven. I'm still gonna go to Newport. I'm. No. I'll stick with that. Yeah, I'll stick with Newport. Yeah, and I mean, looking at Newport's last game, they beat Ludlow sixty nine to twenty eight. So I mean, there's there's there there's that thing that just happened. Um, and I think. That I mean I think that's it for me unless there's a game that I'm missing. Who's Saint X play? Hold on, I didn't I didn't say anything. I was gonna say you missed one of the best. Yeah, I missed the best team in Ohio. Hold on, they play. Oh, because they play on Saturday. They play at Saint Ignatius in Strongsville. Ooh, that that's gonna be a game. What's a really good game? Wait, hold on. I'm trying to. I can't even find this game. What is Saint I's record? I I would have to find it. Let me let me see. I know San is a very good program, but I mean San X is just like San X at the end of the day. Yeah, I gotta well, let me go back to the main page uh, for Max Preps to find San X really quickly. I mean, either way, I'm probably gonna go San X regardless of San I's record. But oh yeah, I would. 
Yeah. I literally don't see this game, like, on Steam. Saint I don't Xavier. see it here on Max, perhaps. I'm looking for it. I found them. St. Ives is 4-4. Four and four. Oh, it's a Saturday game. Yeah, it's a Saturday game. That's that why. explains it. Yeah. St. X, I'm going to the Bombers. No, yeah, St. X is going to win. I, the Wildcats are 4-4. Four and four. They're not doing I too know, well. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying let me, let me look at these. Really good team, though. St. Ives puts up a fight, but St. X pulls yeah, out the win. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I mean, they've played... They almost lost to Moeller. <laughs> or, no, they did lose to Moeller. They lost to Moeller 29-28. to St. Ives not, did. Moeller's record shows, but Moeller's still not a bad team. No, I mean, Moeller's... Yeah, Moeller's good. Moeller's doing yeah, really good. good. I yeah. mean, heck, here's that game. 4 p.m. Uh, on Saturday. 6-2, and Moeller taking on St. Edwards. 8-0. Ooh. Eds could... Eds, you could see a St. Eds and um, St. X uh, matchup. Battle of the Saints up here. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. I, I want to go St. Eds. I'm going to go St. Ed's. They stay undefeated. I don't think Moeller's got the firepower. I don't think so And they're traveling to St. Ed's. Traveling in high school, I feel like it's a whole different story. Yeah, oh, yeah. It there. really is. So, I don't know. I think I see St. X and St. Ed's meeting up in the state finals. Honestly, I'd agree with that. So weird that they played in Canton, personally. I I mean, I know why they do. People, I, I've had this yeah. conversation. I think, geographically, it makes more sense to play it at Ohio State. Yeah. It has been played there before. I it did. They LaSalle did. They played beat, it there for a few days. Someone. They beat someone there. Yeah. Because that was my someone. Yeah. My friend. They beat there. several people, several teams there. <laughs> Believe me, I, I think I think Ohio State's a good venue. It's very, I, it's very I, neutral. It's I very would neutral. say yeah. Like I understand. Like you know, Ohio is historically the birthplace of football and whatever. It's fine. I understand why it's yeah. played in Canton because that's where the Hall of Fame is. But it it doesn't make sense geographically. And it I think last year they played somewhere central. They played somewhere outside of Columbus. And it was a nice stadium. Like, yeah, it wasn't, like, a super lame high school stadium. It was, like, nice. And it had, like, you know, big jumbotron. It was a yeah. huge, like, horseshoe stadium, kind of like Ohio State's, but, like, on a much smaller scale. Like, not, you know, like, yeah, what you would expect at Ohio State. But, like, it was still a good stadium that you couldn't really, like, make fun of. For existing and stuff. Yeah, and then like for baseball, I know baseball's in Akron. Previously, it was in Columbus at the Columbus Clippers Stadium, which is the affiliate Double I forget which team, but it I mean, like, if you want to follow the logic with that for baseball, then play a Great American because that's like you know first professional yeah, if you're baseball. Going, if you want the logic of football, you might as well play in a Great American ballpark. Yeah, I mean, why would you not? I mean, like that would just be huge. I'm just gonna say that right now. Like if the if high school World Series, I don't know actually call it just championships state championships whatever playoffs. yeah the playoffs like and ends at great american if they follow the same logic as playing in canton right. like right it makes sense i mean you might as well makes ton of sense. that's like you know battle of the bands finishing in the, at the rock hall or something i don't know yeah, <laughs> yeah i don't know I, I i high school does play the high school um teams do play games at great american ballpark elder they do. has elder has played a game or two there uh-huh. i think i remember hearing about that and it is cool. I, I, I've never been to an elder baseball game. I've been meaning to go to one since my freshman year of high school. I've been really bad about it. <laughs> they just got a brand new stadium like freshman, my freshman, sophomore year, or something like that. And, and it's right next to the track, so I saw it every day. It's gorgeous. It matches the architecture of Elder's main building and really? everything. Oh, it's super cool. Yeah, I might have a, to go. We, I played it before. It. We put huh. Bacon, when I played for Bacon, they played there, I think, I think we played them three times in one year. And 
of course, we lost all three times, but, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, yeah, it's elder. You kind of lose to elder when you go to bacon. Just because, you know. That just kind of happens. Well, yeah, you, just take a look at that picture. Oh, wow. It's a very nice That's stadium. That's insane. For a high school field, that that's a very nice. nice field. That's yeah. I practiced there for three years. And I will say, Bacon's new. Yeah. Bacon's new baseball field is very nice. Ross Park. Yeah. Okay. Nice yeah. Field. Ross Park is really nice. I I and, called a couple games at Ross Park. It was. I mean, the red the Reds renovated it, so yeah, that's how you know. Oh, yeah. Now it's like nice and stuff. <laughs> Previously, not in a very. Yeah. Not a very good field. Yeah. To say the least. Man, that is a that is a nice stadium. I'm yeah, just, I'm amazing. just going down to pictures on Google. That's insane. That's and that's why I'm really like, I, I'm really like mad at myself for not going. I mean, you know, it's not like it's, it's, it's not huge, but it actually is. It does hold a decent number of people for a high school baseball. Stadium. Yeah, yeah. It does. How, I mean, first of all, how many teams can really say they have like a stadium? Stadium? Not a not lot. Not many. I think not many. Not I mean, Elder does. Does Saint X have one? Uh I know they have baseball field. It's not no. Yeah, I don't know if they have like an action. It's just an. It's or a, no, yeah, it's, it's, I know what no, they have. It's a run-of-the-mill baseball field. Yeah, I, I know what they have. I live right by there. I drive past it literally every day. What am I talking about? Yeah, they have like a like nicer. It like it reminds me of Ross Park, but on a slightly smaller scale. Well, I wouldn't go that far. Well, listen, it's it's a nice field. It just doesn't have the big stands that Ross Park does. Like Ross it Park have, has like, any like, stands really. San it's kind of just like bleachers, and then they have like a box thing for I guess like a camera or something I don't know yeah, I mean, like if you're like broadcasting or something either I, way I think I like broadcast like two baking games I don't know I, we, they were both wins so I mean the broadcast when I played no it was a so the whole RBSN thing it it took off with COVID like I wasn't able to do much you know what would be cool is when we went to state you would broadcast oh I, I wish I was able to do that man that, that would have been that awesome. was an atmosphere that was i mean that was also when i wasn't like adamant on broadcasting that's the that thing. was probably some of the best days of my life oh yeah that team I, I, that team chemistry i've never seen a better chemistry on a base on a high school baseball team ever in my life yeah we we have good chemistry i'll give us that we we always did i mean i don't know the we, boys. we had a we had a couple of historic teams in our time you're that baseball team my football team my girls bowling team I mean, girls Women's volleyball, volleyball. too. Oh, basketball. God. Basketball, my freshman year and 8th grade year, they went to state back-to-back years. They did, yeah. We almost we almost went to state my junior year, I think. In what? Basketball. I thought. Or, or we were, like, we were super close to making, like, a state semis or something. Like, so we lost to, like, CJ? You could be right. No, I really don't know. You could oh. be right. I was at a Cyclones game when it happened. Oh, so. okay. I wasn't actually there. I have no idea. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I don't know. We we had some good programs. It's just yeah. Know, we we lose in Cincinnati sports fashion essentially, <laughs> where something just goes wrong. That's a really good point. Yeah, because I remember we lost last year to Canoe in the playoffs. We really should have gone state. We really should have won state in girls vo- girls volleyball. Same with football. I mean, we should have beat Ironton. We really should have. We were the better team in that situation. We just blew it. Anyway. So, uh, you want to talk about the UC prediction score, that thing? Yeah, let's go ahead and do a score prediction for that game. Uh, once again, I will remind you, gentlemen, the score, uh, the spread for that game is 21 in favor of the Bearcats. The over-under is 57.5. I think we established that we're going to take the uh, under on this one. Yeah, I'm going to take the under. I'll probably... The under, I'm going over. 
Wait, 57, okay. right? No, I'm sorry. We I think we might have taken the over. Oh, wait, didn't we? Oh, we said, we over. said I know you the, said the over. We said under for the Bengals. Yeah, we said under for the Bengals. Yeah, uh, what, 57? For 57, the, yeah. Oh, taking over. The over. Oh, yeah, over. Yeah, yeah because right, yeah. It'll, it'll be a moderately high-scoring affair. I'm not I'm not sure if... I think if, UCF scores a pair of touchdowns. Yeah, I've, I'm going to say, like, 49 to 14, UC. Ooh. Okay. I'm going 48 to 21. I feel like it's too close. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> that's fine, too, fine. That's too close of a score. I feel 48, like 48-28 cats. Okay. I'm going 45 to 14 Cincinnati. Okay. Over the Knights. Okay. Yeah. I'll, well, Cincinnati's I, winning the game. Well, let's be well yeah, Cincinnati's winning the game. Let's be We all at least agree. It, on that. Yeah. Bearcats look to improve to 6-0, and the number three team in the country taking on the UCF Knights. That game, don't forget, it's on ABC at noon. You can jump right over to that game as soon as college game day is over as soon as you see Lee Corso. Probably pull out the uh, Georgia, the Bulldog. I would assume. Head as soon if as he doesn't, I'll be shocked. I would be very, very shocked. shocked. But yeah. you can jump over and you can also listen to our broadcast on BearcastMedia.com. The <laughs> broadcast will start at 11.30 a.m., I will be on call. Uh, let's see. Uh, Preston, not Preston Stober, Preston Baker will be on call. Caleb Taylor will be on call. And Ethan will hopefully be on call. Hopefully. I might just sneak in. I still have my uh, my credentials from last game. You could so. honestly probably just do that. Let's be yeah, honest. I'll do, I'll, if, if push comes to shove, I'll just wear my uh, credentials for that, and then it'll be fine. And no one will question it. Yeah, we'll be all right. They'll say, I'll say you're, I'm with you, and yeah. they'll be like, cool. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Be sure to tune in for this game. Bearcats taking on the Knights at noon. Again, you can jump right over to that game on ABC as soon as college game day is over on ESPN. That's all the time we have for tonight. Thank you for joining us on tonight's episode, episode six of Inside the 275 Loop. I'm Sean McMahon, joined by Ethan Herzog and Tyler Gilman saying thank you, good night, and go Bearcats. Go Bearcats.